friends, foes, enemies, men, women, children, and undecided brand new genders, you're not watching the Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Ellen, Jimmy Colbert, or the Jimmy Noah show. You're watching the right show. We make fun of the stuff the radical left won't even touch. We're not even really uh, on the right. We're just moderates that notice funny things happening. And being a moderate is considered far right-wing radical in 2023. Today, we will talk about the loss of a legendary Persian wrestler, the Iron Sheik. An old lady gives a robber an intense beatdown, or as they call it in the wrestling world, smackdown, invites that person to the smackdown cafe. We have the U.S. women's soccer team losing 12-0 to to men who they thought they could beat. They thought they were equal in soccer, and they learned the hard way they're not. And finally, Tom Cruise stuns us with a stunt like you've never seen before. Thank you for tuning in. You're not going to want to miss it. Tell your friends, jump on now. Leave your comments. We're going to put them up on the screen so you too are a part of this show. Celebrities, all of us are, because this is not a podcast. This is a support group. For normal people, here we go. Hundred and thirteen episodes in, we have not really missed much more than a week or two here and there because of the holiday season. Um, YouTube has three hundred ninety-one thousand subscribers now, so we're on our way to four hundred thousand. Anything you can do to help, tell your friends. Grab your friend's phone, steal your friend's phone, and hit subscribe, and they're gonna be like, "Huh." This is the best gift ever. Next, we have to talk about TikTok numbers going up. A lot of you don't like TikTok. It's spying on you. It's Chinese. But guess what? As a comedian, I have to put my stuff on there, and then people see it, and then they come see the show. Then we can encourage them to join an American company after that. How American is Nike, Facebook, Instagram? I don't know. That's up for you to debate in the comments. But the point is we're moving up, up, up. I want to know, where do you live? Put in the chats. Where do you live? Because I'm on a huge world tour right now. There's a good chance I'm coming right near you or I'll be in the city next door. You could put on your own comedy night for your friends, 20 people in the living room, 60 people at a convention, little uh, ballroom in a restaurant, uh, 5,000 people at an amphitheater. We could do all of it. Look, we got Virginia in the house. We got all kinds of people. So uh, you guys just keep leaving uh, where you're from in the comments. And I'm going to tell you, I was recently in Phoenix, Brea, Orange County, California, and Oxnard. Oxnards. Okay, we had a great time. But also, The Little Mermaid is a very popular movie right now. So people are seeing The Little Mermaid, then they're seeing my comedy show, and I'm kind of combining the two. Here's my take on The Little Mermaid and how they should have named it, renamed it, or changed it now that there was a new actor. Tell me if you agree. Enjoy. Single people, where you at? It's tough being single now because the main way to meet people is on those apps. You go on an app and you start looking for someone and then you have to meet that weirdo on a date. (laughs) Married people, you don't know. It could be somebody else sitting there on the date. You could get tricked. There's a term for it. It's called catfish. You guys have heard that, catfish. Catfish means that you thought you matched with this person. You show up, there's a different person sitting there. It's so popular, they didn't need a show about it. It's happened to me. Yeah, well, it was the same girl, she just gained a bunch of weight, so... I call it a blowfish, but it's still a cut. You know a blowfish, you get up close, and... Yeah, 
Yes, and uh, I was thinking, there's so many things that can go wrong on these dates. You could show up and, and she's wearing way too much makeup. Clownfish, right? Yeah. You could show up and it's a dude sitting there. Swordfish. You're watching that. Yes. It could happen. They're all on plentyoffish.com. You gotta watch that. You could match with a white girl. You show up expecting a white girl. It's a black girl. Little Mermaid. It's just, there's nothing wrong. It's just shocking. It wasn't what we were expecting. It wasn't what we were expecting. That's a controversial thing right now. Little Mermaid is black. Yeah. And I think the original was like a, was a Danish woman with red hair. There's not a lot of sun under the sea. You know, so pretty pale, you know? But if they want to make a new movie, that's totally fine. Make a new movie about an African mermaid and just make it a new story. You don't have to just change it in the original. Just make, I want to know about the new character, the new story, and give it a new title. Call it The Little Kool-Aid. And there's something, there's something else. If there were more black people here, they would have laughed at that. I'm going to tell you right now. If there were more black people here, they would have laughed at that. That's a problem with doing a black joke in Huntington Beach, California. Okay, but we're going to fix this. I'm going to San Francisco next, and then I'm going to be in Phoenix, and I'm going to be in D.C. We're going to solve that problem there. Did you like the joke? Put it in the comments. That joke has never been seen before in its entirety. You get it first because you guys are so cool. You could be the little Kool-Aid, just like me. Now, when we come back, a whole lot more of The Right Show. Do not miss it. up in the comments we got twenty dollars thanks to beth coddington now this is fantastic i'm coming back to minneapolis i believe beth is in the area she probably drives four or five hours to get to the show but you just sent me twenty dollars all the tips you guys put in the bucket and it's called super chats on uh youtube it's called stars on facebook or you do a uh, you know you could do a venmo kvon dash kvon all that just goes into my advertising budget. I keep using that money to advertise upcoming shows, but we want to give you the proper thank you to Beth Coddington. Always a great supporter. All right, moving right along. The Iron Sheik has sadly passed away. Now, anyone that was a fan of wrestling in the 80s and 90s knows the Iron Sheik. Wrestling kind of follows what's going on in America. So if there was a tension between Iran and America, then wrestling provides Hulk Hogan, Mr. America, and then comes up with a heel, a bad guy, the Iron Sheik, to take the fall so that America can go to, go to their different wrestling matches and watch Hulk Hogan beat the heck out of the Iron Sheik. Well, it just so happens I'm Iranian, Persian background, so my family liked the Iron Sheik. He was actually a hero, a world-class wrestler in Iran, and he became a professional wrestler, which some people call it a fake wrestler, but very entertaining wrestler, just like The Rock, Hulk Hogan. Ultimate Warrior, Andre the Giant, this was the Iron Sheik. And uh, I want you to take a look right here at none other than Dwayne The Rock Johnson speaking eloquently about the wrestling legend we just lost. Take a look. This guy, um, The Rock, you know, everyone knows his famous phrase, Jabroni, I should lay the smack down on your Rudy Pooh candy ass. Well, guess what? All those phrases came from the Iron Sheik. And we lost a pro wrestling legend today, the Iron Sheik. And um, I just want to say, well, a few things. Most importantly, I want to send my uh, my love and my support, my strength, my light 
uh, my mana and my condolences to the Iron Sheik's family, who I consider Ohana. They are a family of ours too as well. Um, as uh, I think a few of you may know, I grew up calling the Iron Sheik Uncle Sheiky. And when my dad and the Iron Sheik used to wrestle together, not only in the WWE, but also before that, when uh, we were living in the Carolinas, in North Carolina, and my dad and the Iron Sheik were wrestling together there for the National Wrestling Alliance, the NWA, uh, Uncle Shiki would come over to the house and, and his wife would babysit me. And I was about eight years old at that time and I was a pain in the ass even then. So God bless that woman, his wife, Carol. Thank you, Carol, for putting up with all my shit as a kid. Um, I hope you guys are staying strong. And um, again, I'm so sorry to hear the news. And and, and, I, and I will say this, as, as someone who has professional wrestling in his blood and had it not been for the world of professional wrestling, I would not have the life that I have today uh, because it was everything. And I am, my grandfather was in pro wrestling, my dad, my cousins, my grandmother, everybody, you name it. So as a man who loves professional wrestling, I wanna take a moment to acknowledge the Iron Sheik and all of his accomplishments. And of course, with all, there's so many Iron Sheik stories that are just classic and legendary, as legendary as the man himself. I'll share this really quickly with you guys. So when I first started as a rookie in the WWE, it was a WWF at that time. Uh, in the world of pro, there is no world like pro wrestling. And when you're a rookie, um, you better tie your boots up pretty fucking tight because um, that locker room is a tough one. And if you could survive it, uh, then you got a good shot at making it. So when I first came in to the WWE, uh, the Iron Sheik had pulled me aside because, again, uh, you know, he was family. And he said, Baba, let me tell you something. He said, um, he had this great accent. He said, you come into the locker room, you sit down, you shut your mouth, you don't say anything, and you just watch and you learn. And then, he said, and then you understand who the good people and who the jabronis? <laughs> and then, by the way, as simplistic as that sound, it was true. I sat there every night in the locker room, I'd shut my mouth and I'd just watch and I'd learn. And of course, a couple of years later when I became The Rock, I borrowed the term jabroni, you know. And The Rock says, you jabroni, shut your mouth and know your role. Oh, I use that word, that jabroni. And by the way, jabroni became a fixture in lexicon. I believe it's in the Webster's Dictionary now and they give me credit for it. No, no, no. The truth is all the credit goes to the Iron Sheik because that was his word, he used it. I just happened to come along and you know start saying it in my promos. You jabronis! Uh, but Iron Sheik, thank you. Uh, thank you for the memories. Um, and, um, and perhaps more importantly, thank you for paving the way. For guys like me, who, um, who love pro wrestling. So thank you, Iron Sheik, for the memories. You are a legend. You will be missed, but never forgotten. What a humble guy. Now, Dwayne The Rock Johnson threw it down. He appropriated the word jabroni from the Iron Sheik, the Iranian legend. So rest in peace, Iron Sheik. Now, many of you don't know this. I also had a run-in with the Iron Sheik. So I'm one degree away from Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and I can go in there and act with him and tell him to know his damn role and shut his mouth. Now, look, this would be uh, so funny if you've never seen this. Take a look at Iron Sheik just a few years ago 
preparing me to go on tour, making sure I was strong and ready to attack that stage. Oh. Don't tell her. I won't, I won't. You guys don't tell her. It'll be, it'll be our little secret. It might be better. <laughs> Being fit on the road is really important to me. Uh, partially because for Noru's, they keep giving you five or six helpings of kebab, rice. These things are not diet friendly. Okay, if you only do one Noru's a year, you can handle it. I'm doing like 17 shows. Sometimes you get a nice gym, and then you gotta really go for it because you may not see one of those for a little while. Make sure to touch your chest on the floor. One, two, three, four. Perfect so far. Next time, five. One, Two, three, four, five. Next time, six. Next time, don't talk. It's too hard, Sheik. It's too hard. It's too hard. It's too hard. You cannot take it. And you better get up and pack your bag. Get the out of here. Come back next time. <laughs>
Vietnamese, that's my favorite kind of Asian. You know why I like Vietnamese? Because the food is delicious. They have a soup. It's spelled P-H-O. You ever heard of that soup? Yep. When I went there, first time, I go, can I try your pho? The lady's like, it's not pho, it's pho. Then I realized the name of her restaurant was hilarious. It was good for you. I'm like, damn, that's funny, man. I'm like, this is good for me. That's good. But then I started looking for Vietnamese food all around the world. I went to Las Vegas. I kid you not, there's a lady there named Kim Long. So she opened her own restaurant and named it after herself. It's called Pho Kim Long. Accident? I don't know. Go for yourself. Hey, and a big shout out to Sandy Wu who came and got a couple shirts and had a bunch of laughs at the comedy show in Brea. And it's always fun to see the people that gather here in real life. And a shout out for the tip. I'll never forget that. Now I don't have to split some of it with GoFundMe.com or YouTube doesn't take their portion. Sandy's like, here, this is direct from me to you. All right, keeping this thing moving right along. Upcoming tour dates. If you want to know where can you see the Kayvon Comedy Show, this is episode 113. And part of the reason we do these episodes is so I can show you where I'm going to be next, okay? Don't say, oh, you didn't tell me. I didn't know you were going to be there. I'm telling you right now. We got Monterey tomorrow. Monterey is a beautiful place, one of the most scenic, gorgeous places in the world. You do not want to miss Monterey. Do whatever it takes to be the one person that gets to go to Monterey and enjoy the weather, the comedy show, the wine, the artichoke festival, all different kinds of food and hummus. Delicious. Amazing. Never miss something like that. San Francisco is the day after that. Las Vegas, Laughlin, Minneapolis, Phoenix, Austin, Dallas, San Diego, Vancouver, Canada, Raleigh, Washington, D.C., St. Louis, Missouri, Indianapolis, Edmonton. And don't forget, we did just add San Diego. So that's coast to coast, different countries. Don't tell me, oh, you didn't come to my town. Yes, I did. You got to do the rest. You got to come see me. I'll see you right after this. It's time for a little meme off. This is a little fun little break we take from the serious news. These are the memes I posted in the last couple days, and they're so popular. I wanted to have you guys vote on your favorite. Now, here is one that got over 10,000 likes. Now, for a man to get 10,000 likes is like being a girl with an amazing butt doing squats right in front of the camera. Women that do squats with their butt in front of the camera, and everything's kind of spreading and closing and spreading, those women get 10,000 likes per video from a bunch of incel guys were like, hey, you're hot. Hey, call me. And those girls already have a boyfriend or what have you. But for a man to get 10,000 likes means you really struck a chord. No butt was involved. Take a look here. American trans versus Asian trans. Come on, guys. It's like you're not even trying. And you can zoom in and see the difference. So no matter how good or great you think you are in this world, there's going to be an Asian better than you out there somewhere. Okay, take a look at that. Uh, please put in the comments if you are voting as this is your favorite meme or this one. I have dirt on the Clintons. And as soon as the tire said that, it became a tire swing. Ooh, just hanging there like Epstein, who didn't do it to himself. If that is not your favorite meme, could it be this final third one? Please vote. Mommy, what did that lady mean when she said what her pronouns are? It means she's insane and you should stay away from her, dear. 
tell me if that was your favorite meme. This is a meme off. We're going to be voting for your favorites. Okay, so we're going to go back through it one more time. What's your favorite meme? Mommy, what did that lady mean when she told her pronouns? By the way, plot twist. Uh, that lady was that little girl's daddy who said, these are my pronouns. And now the little girl's going to mom and asking, what did daddy mean? And mom is saying, stay away from her. You see, it's very confusing these days in modern families. Uh, the next meme was, if you have dirt on the Clintons, you may become a tire swing. And the final one is, come on, dudes. You're not even trying, bro. If you're going to pretend to be a woman, then get in the game. Let's see what you guys have to say in the comments. The Clinton one, one vote for Clinton. The Asian one, one vote for Asian. And another Clinton one, another Clinton one. Wow, wow, wow. Looks like Clinton was the breakout winner. I was not expecting that. I was leaning towards Asian men versus American men. It's like the American men and women are not even trying. Well, Hillary Clinton, congratulations. You have never won a presidential election, but you did win the meme off thanks to the TRS family. Right. Did you know Tom Cruise does his own stunts? Everybody talks about it, but have you have you really seen it? This guy is close to 60 years old. He's getting ready for this movie. He's riding a motorcycle up and launching himself off of a mountain. I have to show you to believe it. Oh, Tom Cruise gets to do this for a living, and he loses a brand new motorcycle every time he tries it, and he did this not once, not twice, not three times. I'll let them tell you. can hold to the bike a little longer. Pretty much the biggest stunt in cinema history. Tom Cruise just rode a motorcycle off a cliff six times today. Six times! I tell you, if someone gave me the opportunity, I would be doing that too. That's the kind of acting I would do. I'd be like, let me ride the motorcycle off the cliff again. Let me go again. Can I go again? That's better than Disneyland, Magic Mountain, and Legoland all wrapped into one. So shout out to Tom Cruise doing his own stunts. How impressive was that? And he could just be a pretty boy actor resting on his laurels at the age of 55, 60 years old. He keeps going for it, sending it full send now. Not to be outdone. Age is nothing but a number. This 82-year-old woman got approached by a stranger, broke into her home, but she's a weightlifter. She does her own stunts, too. She laid the smack down on this would-be burglar. Right, I, will, I will give you a second to press the record button on your remote because you're going to want to save this story. Police say an intruder broke into a Rochester woman's home late last night. Now, the woman lives alone, admits she was scared, 
But as Andrew Bayness explains, the intruder quickly learned he was no match for the 82-year-old inside. A crowd gathered around 82-year-old Willie Murphy at the Maplewood YMCA today. All of them captivated as Murphy shares the story of what she experienced Thursday night. A man knocked on the door to her home. He was outside saying, please call an ambulance because I'm sick, I'm sick. Murphy said she called police but didn't let the man inside. Suddenly, I hear a loud noise and I'm saying to myself, what the heck is that? The young man is in my home. Broke the door. She tried not to panic. After all, she spends most of her days doing this. <laughs> An award-winning weightlifter who just won a competition earlier this year. I'm alone and I'm old, but guess what? I'm tough. She says she grabbed a nearby table. I took that table and I went to working on him. And guess what? The table broke. The man fell to the floor. When he's down, I'm jumping on him. Ah. Uh, uh. When officers arrived minutes later, it wasn't Murphy who needed medical attention. He's laying down already because I had really did a number on that man. The suspect, who police say was intoxicated, was taken to the hospital. Murphy is not pressing charges. Today, she's cheered on by her friends at the gym. Some even taking selfies with her. Ray John Sell says he hopes the suspect learned a lesson. She is the wrong person to mess with. Jim Marin has been friends with her for over a decade. He's not surprised Murphy held her own. I probably weigh close to twice as much as her. I wouldn't want to tango with her. Don't mess with Willie. <laughs> Don, I wouldn't I mess with her. That's I for love sure. it. I love it. I for the record, it. she told me she can deadlift yeah. 225 pounds, which is a lot more than yeah. me. Uh, and she hopes her story will inspire others of all ages. Yeah. Did, did you do an alarm wrestling with her? Did uh, I did not want to embarrass myself because I surely <laughs> would have. And she just likes to work out. Does she say she just wants to keep in shape? Is yeah, she that's right? it. She just wants to be healthy. Yeah. It's a passion of hers. And uh, she continues to go. She's been going there for almost a decade to that YMCA almost every single day. She's very well known there. <laughs> All right, gotta love it. All right, if you didn't roll, I want you to compare a um, black woman in Rochester who goes to the gym and she doesn't call the cops and get them involved. She handles the business uh, on her own and then goes back to the gym when she's done. So there's a lot to be said with what a great person she is. However, compare that to the average Democrat, leftist, white male. This girl pulled a prank on her Democrat leftist friend. He must be from San Francisco, went to Berkeley, or maybe he's from Portland or Seattle. The point is, he was scared there was a mouse in the house. Tell me, who do you prefer? A strong, confident woman or a man, ladies? You want a man like this? Beep, 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 beep. Hey, what are you, I got a mouse. Beep. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I'm in trouble.
Never talk to me again. Now, ladies, if you're with a man who's using his toe to hold a bowl and move it around the floor and he's puking in his own mouth at the, the idea there's a mouse under a bowl and screaming louder than you, well, then maybe you need to shack up with that old athletic black lady. All right, I, will, I will give you a second to press the record button on your remote. That's just me. Who am I to judge? Folks, when we come back, there's still a whole lot more of The Right Show. Don't miss it. This is the best show on YouTube. Sadly, the United States women's team goes on TV every single day begging for equal pay, equal rights, equal stadiums full of equal people spending equal dollars on their subpar soccer skills. In fact, they're so confident in their ability to play soccer, they challenged a low-budget men's team in Europe to a game and they lost 12 to zero. They played a million dollar tournament and after the huge loss and they predicted they were gonna win, the US women's soccer team said, well, at least we're being brave, okay? We're being so brave. Nobody watches sports to see who's being brave. We wanna see who's winning and who's losing. LeBron is not being brave out there. He's either the best or he goes home. Steph Curry is not being brave when he shoots three-pointers from the other side of the court. He is being excellent. So put that as another feather in the U.S. women's cap. Next time they ask for equal pay, equal money, equal fans, equal hot dog sales, tell them, no, this is not real soccer. In fact, I covered this in my comedy clip, and it's so appropriate now. Take a look. Tell me what you think. And uh, some people that are born and raised in America, they don't even appreciate it as much. And that really bothers me when I see like a celebrity on TV hating on the country. The one that really pissed me off the most was Megan Rapinoe. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Yeah, I'll explain. Megan Rapinoe is like a soccer player. She's got like pink and purple hair. And this is what messed me up. She went to the White House. I've never been. And she got to meet the president. I never got to do that. And she went on TV at the president's house and was like, this country's never been fair for people like me because she's like LGBTQIA+. And, and I'm like, but you're at the White House. You got all this. And I looked it up. She gets paid to play soccer. $3 million for playing soccer, you guys. Not even real soccer. Women's soccer. <laughs> That's awesome. The Karens will come for me for that joke. They will. Just so you know, like that's gonna come. You know, they might even Will Smith me while I'm up here. You <laughs> hit me. Go back and sit down. Keep Megan Rapinoe's name out your mouth. Keep Megan Rapinoe's name out your mouth. Not as peaceful as they say they are. I am not anti Megan Rapinoe. I'm pro USA. That's what it comes down to. Yep. Yep. It's a beautiful place. An amazing country where you can play soccer and not only make $3 million, which she does, she also has sponsorships she does not deserve. She got paid a million dollars from Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret paid her a million dollars. That's right. And if you've seen her body, she has no secrets. Let's be real. 
I have bigger secrets than Megan Rapinoe, if anyone wants to know. Right here. Sir, you got some bigger boobies than Megan right there. Yeah, hell yeah. You too. You got some big old boobies right there. Yeah. We should be angels. That's diversity. Diversity. Yes, diversity. Make us angels. We'll pull the thing up and we'll walk. We will do it. I looked it up. She gets paid $3 million a year from Subway sandwiches for a woman that does not want a foot long in her mouth. I'm just saying she wants to eat fresh, but not like that. She should be sponsored by Arby's. That's all I'm saying. Arby's. If you enjoy that clip, it is from Essential, my one-hour comedy special. Please pick it up on my website, kvoncomedy.com. This concludes the right show. Freedom of speech is under attack, so we have it right here each and every week. Join the kvoncomedy.com slash newsletter list so that I can send you messages and let you know when I'm coming to your town. The one thing I hate more than anything is when I leave San Francisco or Chicago or Philadelphia and two days later, I get a message. When are you coming to San Francisco or Chicago or Philadelphia? So please follow, subscribe, like, and tell your friends so they don't feel bad and left out too. Today, we covered U.S. women's soccer, pro wrestling, uh, amateur wrestler woman who beat the heck out of a person who tried to break in her house, and Tom Cruise in a stunts. But we ended with many, many laughs, and that's what we do right here, right now, on The Right Show. Truth through comedy. Waking America up with laughter. I'll see you all next week for more of The Right Show. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.